Go dogs. Wow. Brandon. I, season's upon us, man. It is. Yeah, you got the college football season rolling, rolling in. You got the NFL season coming in hot. And that brings us here to another great episode of Good Lives Golf, Brandon. We're here. We're here again. Welcome to it. the Good Lives Golf fans out there, the listeners, the squad. We appreciate you all for loving them. Squad feedback. Yeah, squad. Good summer feedback, dude. We're getting some feedback. People like the personability, personalities of this podcast in the uh, new season. We're kind of testing out some formats. Next year, we're going to really nail down a format. We're going to have a little here and there, but yeah. This year we did good. We did a little breeze by. We had the episode pumping. Thanks to our listeners for listening. We're not done yet, though, by the way. This is not the last episode. We're we're going to go at least to the Zoso, dude. Little Zozo, Zaza. You know, we'll, we'll get to there. Yeah, and closing out the season. But uh, no, we're not. We're not closing out the season, though. We're not we're closing done. out the PGA Tour Championship FedEx golf season. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. You got me confused. What's going on? Well, today is the Tour Championship. Starts today. The 2023 Tour Championship, which is at Eastlake Golf Club there in Atlanta, Georgia. And there's 18 milli first place place prize on the line. First prize. First prize. And we probably think it's going to Scotty, to be honest. I'll put my hand up and say it's probably going to go to Scotty. Because he's got such a fucking lead. But who knows, man? Maybe there's some other guys out there waiting to play some wax stick and get it done. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, old Vicky Hovland or Rory win it, honestly. Yeah? Yes, Scotty has got the two-stroke advantage over, you know, Vicky. But, um, you know, anything can happen. Victor's been on a tear recently. He's been playing really well. And it kind of seems like the harder the course is, the better it is. And, you know, he's been playing. And the Very one valid. thing that's holding uh, Scotty back is that putter. So if Scotty putts well, obviously, yes, two-stroke advantage, I, it's pretty well in the bag. But if he putts to his standard right now, I mean, I, I don't know that he makes enough putts if he keeps going mm. to his average at the moment. Yeah, it's not wide open. You're right. Um, I've been a little cocky saying that, but it even says CBS reported the data here. Um, There's only four golfers within five strokes of Scheffler's lead going on to the day, which is McElroy, Rom, Glover, Hovland. Um, And then there's 25 other players are down by six or more. And since January 1st, it says there's only been 12 instances of a golfer beating Scheffler by seven strokes or more in a tournament. So going to be pretty interesting, man, to see these guys battle it out. I'm excited. Spieth just teed off, I think, right now, you said. Spieth just teed off. Yeah, Spieth is off. Uh, you got a couple other guys off, Straka. Um, but to your point, I mean, those are all, all guys that are well out of the mix as far as, you know, winning the tournament. Um, but like I said, I, I still think we can't count out, you know, Rory and Victor. Um, Rory's only three start strokes back to start. So it, I think the first round is really good to determine for the most part what happens if scotty drops a couple um or not drops a couple you expect him to shoot under par yeah. but you know what i mean if he yeah. if he just doesn't shoot as well as a couple other guys behind him and if we get even going into you know round two then you're playing three rounds just even golf so it's really coming down to who's playing the best at that moment and um you know like i said i think putting is going to be a major factor. Uh, Scotty's just not putted well. Um, and, you know, guys like Rory and, you know, Victor's been 
putting really well. His short game's gotten way more improved than it had been in the past. You know, that was the big, big thing for him was his short game was no bueno. But uh, he's been on fire this season, and and Rory, you know, he can come out and light it up and go low. Um, so yeah, and it's see. a longer course too. I mean, it's seven thousand three hundred nineteen yards. That's not short, and it's Bermuda grass green. So rollers, that's some rollers. You have to be spot on. Um, and you got to make sure you, you you putt well, like you said, like those lightning fast greens. You got guys like Xander, Tommy Fleetwood, Straka, like you just mentioned. Those are guys that are incredible on putting Bermuda grass. So we'll see how that kind of works out with those guys in that favor and them putting in some chips. But you're right. It's uh, yeah. in terms of winner, a little bit different. It's but. definitely interesting, especially if you're like doing DraftKings or something like that, because to your point, you know, realistically there's only three guys that really have a chance to win this thing right so you have to determine well is it going to be scotty outright because he's got that two-stroke leader or you pick in a lineup that's based on rory or victor and then you got to really find the guys that um you think are going to make a major jump right Right. so like maybe like a russell henley who's starting pretty far at the bottom of the pack but he could be a sleeper today lately Yeah. yeah And he's a Georgia boy, too. And his you know, putting no. is fire. So yep. that, watch out for his putting. These Donald Ross designs are known for having those sloped greens. So if you're a good putter and you can make it happen, as long as you can get there, man, it's kind of like you said, that bottom of the leaderboard, all that cash being floated around, that's all yep. for grass. Those are the guys you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Those oh, are yeah. the guys you want to you know pick because there's only three at the top. So it's how you fill in the rest of that lineup. Guess who's number one in the field with uh, par five, uh, par fours that are 450 to 500 yards? Who we got? Vicky Hovland. And guess what? Five of the par fours at East Lake are between 450 and 500 yards. I mean, it could be. I mean, did this not happen last year? Scotty, mm-hmm. had, you know, he had the the stroke or two stroke lead going into the tournament last year, and who ended up winning? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rory, right. So I don't know, man. We'll see. And then you got some like guys that are down. I mean, what about the Donald Ross guys? Like there's guys that play Donald Ross courses. Good. Again, Xander, not only does he put well on Bermuda, he's been having a killer season and he's doing the Donald Ross design. He's up there. He loves Donald Ross designs. So he's third in the field. So I think that yeah. that's, that's serious. And you got guys like Siwoo Kim, Sun Im, all love Donald Ross courses. You got Tom Kim out there that's been lighting it up that could play really well on this kind of course. So I don't know, man. It's 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 going to be really fun to watch for the weekend. I'm excited. I know you're excited. Yeah, for sure, man. Be, for it's sure. going to be a big show. But it's a big show. Big show. Hey, the big show. Get your popcorn. Hey, how you doing? Get the popcorn. Get the candy. How you doing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how you doing? How you doing? Brandon, you did some golf aside, switching gears from the tour championship because yes, PGA pros are cool. And like, you know, the tour professionals are cool, but like 99% of golfers in the world don't are, aren't as good and don't give a shit about that. So Brendan, what did you golf this weekend, sir? What did you shoot? First of all, started off with what you shot without explaining. All right. Well, 61. Front nine. (laughs) No, 18 holes. I mean, no explanation. Okay. Yeah. Well, you told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> I said without lying. 
I'm not lying. I'm not lying. It was wow. a team event. <laughs> oh, it was a scramble. That's why. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It was a scramble. It. It was a scramble, right. You had so. the fantasy draft scramble tournament yeah, thing going on. It was a big day, on. man. Big day. big day. Tell us about it. Yeah, so how, how I mentioned before, you know, me and a bunch of my boys that I grew up with, um, you know, we do a fantasy football draft every year, right? So uh, we typically play at Hickory Woods before we do a little 18 um, and then head over to uh, our commissioner's house, do some cornhole, beers be, and then we do a live draft. So it just so happened this year that a number of the guys that uh, are in our league belong to the Oasis, right? Yeah. Where my dad, the gamer, right. belongs, right? Um, and they were hosting mm -hmm. a, a scramble uh, that day. So we were able to just kind of join that and we use that as like our fantasy draft, you know, pre-draft uh, event and um, broke up into multiple scramble teams. And so we had, you know, we were trying to win the scramble as a whole, but we were also all trying to beat each other, uh, that sort of thing. So it ended up being awesome. I believe the scramble was actually, so it was being hosted. It was um, a charity event. It was called Do It For Jack, which was, you know, this this uh, guy named Jack ended up uh, passing away from a fentanyl overdose. Um, um, so pretty, pretty tragic. But, you know, um, I didn't realize we were actually playing for a charity event. I thought it was just like, you know, member guest scramble. We we're just right. doing this um, until we got there. So uh, that was pretty cool that we were, you know, doing something to, to give back to that because, you know, we know that's a pretty... Um, uh, tragic thing that's going on all across it's the country. Epidemic so. across the country. It's yeah. the largest there is. I think over 119,000 people died last year from opioid overdose. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's, it's terrible. But but with that being said, um, I mean the the outing was awesome. Uh, our team got off uh, to a roaring start. So it was uh, Amos, uh, Cody, Travis, and, and myself. And um, wow, that's I a think squad. Dude, we played really well, and and you know we even left some golf out there. Like me personally, <clears throat> if I was playing my own score, I would not have scored well that day. Um, I'm still struggling to get off the tee, but like I would say, and I was pretty proud of how I played from like a uh, hundred or, or ninety yards and in. Um, I knocked down a number of putts for our group, so like I, I was able to bring that to the table. Right, uh, where you I didn't feel like a useless bag of shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, you know, hit a couple nice little wedges to get us in that we used and and shit like that. But um, yeah, I mean, the rest of the, our squad was awesome, dude. We were constantly playing out of the fairway. Um, you know, we we had multiple chances at birdies, and uh, you know, there were even just a couple that we just. Uh, just miss you know that we we could have knocked down but it was super fun man like there were a number of things you could buy into uh like you know move up to the next tee on one hole uh play out of the or tee it up if, if it's in the fairway um so you had to start like thinking about like strategically what holes made sense to like use that on and like to give yourself the best opportunity so it was like games within games it was kind of like some that's really cool yeah inception like shit who wants to be a millionaire? Um, they gave you lifelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Phone so, a friend. Phone Zach. Um, let him tell you about your lie right now and tell you how to get out of it. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it was fucking, it was sweet. You know, it was a lot of fun. It was a great way to get going uh, for the draft. And uh, um, our team, I think, so we shot a 61, and then there was also handicaps involved. 
Um, so I think our team as a whole was were given like nine strokes. There were some teams that were given like you know fifteen plus you know um, strokes, which ultimately those are the teams that ended up winning. Obviously, like even even if you weren't being given strokes and played really well, like those teams are already getting strokes on you. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So. Uh, I think we ended up finishing uh, with those handicapped strokes involved, like 20 under um, the team that won was 25. So, you know, Not bad. We, were, yeah. we were up there. Um, and honestly, all, all the guys, uh, all our teams that were part of the fantasy draft uh, played pretty well. I think there were a number of us tied at 20. Um, and I think the, the team that won was at 21 or something like that or 20 wow so very close so, for you guys yeah, intercompetitively yeah. it was very close yeah yeah so that's it, exciting it was, it was sweet it was sweet um and, and you could follow like on an app <clears> to <throat> what was going on so you kind of had some idea of like where you stood with you know holes to go or whatever so um that we know an app sick, we know an app that came out recently called only golfers that we love those boys down at only golfers Download that app out of the App Store right now. Check it out. It shows you tournaments. I think it's mainly West Coast-based for the moment because they're doing a lot of tournaments on the West Coast. But, um, you know, it's like a social media app. You have your own little profile. You can follow your friends who golf. You can check on their scores, how they shot. It's a whole little thing. So definitely check out Only Golfers. That's a great app. We love those guys. Their social media is awesome. And we love what they're doing. They're bringing tournaments to communities that don't normally have, you know, all these golf tournaments. They're they're hosting tournaments. They're interacting with all of these different groups of golfers and different brands. It's a really exciting uh, thing they're doing. So shout out to Only Golfers. Shout out to those boys. They're crushing it. Oh, yeah, man. Nice yeah. little plug, man. But, little yeah, we mean them. it. We mean it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, absolutely support that shit. I, I love... I mean, as much as I love like playing by myself and playing my own ball and stuff like that, I mean, it's so fun to do scrambles and shit. Like, cause you're kind it of cat, you're catting for one another, and it's just like fun to like really think through the process of like where you need to put a ball and get it in the best position versus like you just shitting on yourself. Cause you you get a little less pressure. You know what I mean? That's 100%. that's how I felt. I mean, hitting poor shots off the tee constantly it can be so frustrating when you're scoring yourself but like you know during that scramble if i hit a good one sick and if i didn't it's like yeah you know whatever someone else will put it up right there. you get redemption you're like okay i can wipe that yeah. off because this next shot is yeah, like yeah, fresh yeah. on to the next Sweet. one and it's like fuck dude you know if i'm not hitting well off the tee so be it all i gotta focus on really then is you know 90 yards and in hit nice little wedges and putt <laughs> for me like yeah. me i shine in scrambles because i you know me i can't hit it further than 180 yards off the tee on average so yeah. <laughs> for me i can't drive to save my life so but i can chip and i can putt so for me scrambles i'm built for a scramble so body by scramble here if anybody needs a scramble partner um call your boy i'll be out there speaking of putting dude so Ooh, what'd so you get you got a new yeah. item here so a little story, right? Ooh. So I went to, um, I, I was doing some errands, doing a little bit of housework, hit up Home Depot. I was on the way back, and I was passing by a plate against boards. Don't know if we'll like, have enough time. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know. <laughs> uh, bed, bath, and beyond. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I, I was running by, and I saw a plate against boards. I was like, fuck, dude, I haven't been in one of these in a minute. I wonder, like, if what golf shit they have. You know, someone might What have, sports? What was it? Play it, play it against sports. Never heard of these. Sports? No, Probably play it against sports. Long Island. It's like a, 
uh, a little store that you can bring like old or used uh, sports equipment and stuff like that. So like yeah. you can go in there and get super cheap shit. Oh, that's you know, cool. It's a great it's a great place to pick up like weights and stuff. You know, if people just drop off dumbbells. You can get them. You know, for whatever. Yeah. Anyways, so. I go in there, I'm like, I wonder what kind of golf stuff they have. Maybe some dumbass, like, dropped off a Scotty Cameron or something like that, and I'll get it for, you know, 30 bucks. Uh, it didn't happen. would have been sick. But uh, I go in there, and I'm, I'm peeking around, and I found a little putter that I was like, oh, this would be cool for, like, a novelty item, right? Well, I got it, and I was like, fuck it, man. I'm, I think I might play with this and just fuck around and see, you know, whatever. I look like Jack Nicholas out there because it's short. And I'm like hunched over. <laughs> Is it wooden? Uh, I mean, no, no, but it's just super short. And, um, well, with that being said, I just dropped this thing. With that being said, dude, I was putting pretty fucking lights out with it. So I think <laughs> I'm adopting this mother. Light it up. Let's see it. Show the camera, dude. What you got? Dude, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Let me know if you can see this. So it's played against sports. So they also had a bin, right? Of just like head covers, um, you know anywhere from like two bucks to like 13 found this little thing five dollars man this little look at this it's got like some quarter it's got like corduroy wash red carpet <laughs> on the inside dad, yeah so you know five five bucks man god just won a film festival he's out there and then here we go i don't know if you can see this you see that wow look at Dude. that blade that Dude, thing is like old... a happy gilmore Dude, it's an old blade heel shafted putter and get this man harvey pennock it's his dude get out that's the harvey pennock putter man oh you're about to put lights out for the rest of your life with that that's a steal take, take dead aim harvey pennock putter man that's love dope. that yeah dude so i've been ripping this for two rounds i haven't been hitting the ball well but i've been i've been rolling the ball Maybe you found your magic, dude. The little Harvey Pinnock fucking putter. Dude, I, yeah, I mean, if there was one thing I could say I did well during that scramble was I felt re really fucking good about my putting. And I knocked down a couple big ones, uh, one of which was even a, a mulligan. So, like, we used one of our mulligans because we needed to make a birdie, you know what I mean? Right. So, um, we had all gone. I had hit my first putt and just scrape the the lower lip the lower lip you know, just scraped it um and oh uh, i know what you're talking about oh, you know what i'm saying oh. what i'm saying all right dude. uh but yeah so we had to use a mulligan and and dude it was actually pretty funny because i was like all right guys like what do you think you know like we saw my first putt I, you know the pace was was there it just you know stayed a little low didn't didn't get in the hole um so what do you guys think like just hit hit it a little bit harder uh keep that same line yeah 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 all right so i get up the ball barely tap it knock it down walking off the green and i'm just like yeah to be honest i i didn't do anything of what we said i just uh I aimed a little higher hit the exact same putt i did the first time <laughs> i can't listen to putting advice man when people are like oh you got to hit it over here and this i'm like no i'm just gonna putt it because i have a good feel for putting and i'm just gonna hit it 
I'm just like, that's the years and years and years of mini golf instilled in me. I'm like, I can't, yeah. you can't, you're not going to predict this like weird loop thing and like this next turn, <laughs> right. But I'm going to aim it right, right there right. and it's going to go in the right spot. Like that's the yeah. mini golf in me that I'm like, I can't from childhood. I can't knock that. I'm like, I got to trust my instinct. You know, there's some things you can read and I'm sure on hard courses, yeah. there's like crazy undulation and crazy like turns. And I'm sure when I golf a real course with a real caddy, I'll appreciate the insight. But when I'm on a public course, with a bunch of degenerate assholes. I'm not listening to what you're saying. I'm just going to fucking do my putt and try to aim for the hole and see what happens, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I can understand that. You're a feel guy, right? Okay. Feel guy. Um, it's funny you bring up, uh, like, putt-putt mini golf, though, because, like, this thing is so small, and it's like a mat. It's, you know, it's a little, um, it's not a mallet, a blade putter. So it kind of brings me back to that childhood feel of just like, just get out there and like, don't overthink it. Just have fun. Know, step, step up, punt to, the pit, or punt to the picture. Well, that was all Harvey's spiel. That was his whole shtick was, you know, just get out there and, and relax and calm your mind, have fun. And, and yeah. you know, remember that the game of golf is in the end a game and not yeah. this big serious thing that we all try to get mad at ourselves at every day or try to get mad because we're not good or get mad because we're not getting better. It's not about that. It's about getting out there smelling the air, feeling the sunshine hitting you, birds chirping, little beer, cracked beer, you know, a little lemonade if you're not a drinker, little, little, little some of that, right there. you know, and that's what it's about, just getting out there, having a day, having a day, as Bobby, Bobby Berger would say it, just having a day, you know, that's it. Dude, shout out to Bob. That guy is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Bob does sports, man. Holy shit. Robbie stepped his game up man holy cow i remember we followed him when he was like like had like five thousand followers and now he's yeah. like one of the biggest Explosion, sports entities out there it's a personality man he's got personality personality he's lovable lovable Love guy and his team is amazing too i mean come on fat prez joey cold cuts like his whole squad fire for sure bear for down sure. like they're all they're all the shit <laughs> those guys are legit they're just Shout missing out to a sherm what they're missing sherm yeah, they're missing a sherm, but you know, it's okay. We all can't have like some luscious red-haired guy spewing stuff up there. So, you know, I don't blame them. You know, it's it's hard to come by. It's like where where does the where does the chest mane and the the hair not become It just one? intertwines it, it here. Looks yeah, like it, it is yeah, it just one. looks like a carpet. It's all the same here. It just like intertwines in. Yeah, it's pretty serious. It's pretty serial. <laughs> it's pretty serious. It's pretty serious. I, uh, As Al Gore yeah. would say, it's pretty serial cereal That's yeah but golf golf i'm excited to get out there next week i'm actually going to atlantic city this weekend for a bachelor party so oh, we're staying at the tropicana doing a little gambling and then we're having mm -hmm. a table for steve aoki we're getting a table for the dj mr steve oh. aoki himself are you gonna get pied yeah might get pied you know um and then we're going out there and we're just going to do a little gambling. You know me, I'm throwing everything on red 19, bet the whole house. That's what I'm going to do. Just red 19 until I either lose all my money or take out a, you know, $40,000 credit advance. So at 78% <laughs> APR. So we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. We don't we're, know. And that's we're looking forward to it. Yeah. It's me. It's me and my buddy, Al, who's one of my best friends from childhood. And he's a, he's an NYPD. Uh, yeah. Al Roker. Yeah. No. Uh, my buddy Al Salvatore, and he's a New York City police officer. So I'm going right. with 10 cops and me and one of his other buddies, I think, from childhood and his brother. So it's a squad. Nice. We're going to see. 
That's awesome. So you guys may or may not hit the sticks? No, I don't think we're going to do some golfing. That wasn't really on the agenda. I don't think those guys really golf. Maybe I could be wrong. I could be speaking out of play here. They are cops, so I would assume they golf. But I don't know, man. I don't know if they're big golfers, but we'll see. Maybe they'll hit a little. Maybe in the morning we wake up and get a little round in somewhere in Jersey. I don't know. Ooh. Bring the clubs. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know where I'll be playing, but you know, I gotta get out somewhere. I gotta hit the sticks or something. Yeah. I'm I was thinking about I was thinking about calling to get you know, getting uh, another one of my lessons in, but it uh decided to open up the sky today and rain, so mm. yeah. yeah. We're looking a little gloomy out here today too. A little gloomy weather here. Little little clouds hanging over the northeast, middle east here. The Middle East. You're the Middle East. No, that's what I call you guys. You're the Middle East because you're not oh. technically, uh, you know, you. Every time I go to Ohio, you're like, it's not the Midwest. It's not really the Midwest. So what is it? It's the Middle Who East. Who said that? I've never said that. I don't know. All you Ohio kids like are afraid to call yourself every, the Midwest. Everyone says that, man. All you guys. Like, say no, that. man. That's Indiana. No, you're like, it's the it. same thing, dude. It's right next door. You're just spewing bullshit right now. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm spewing that East Coast. I live next to an ocean. Fuck you, bullshit. That's dude, what I'm spewing. Speaking speaking of you landlocked uh, pigs, the United States, dude. Did you see like Kansas or something? Somewhere in Kansas is reporting like 136 degrees or something like that. It's like the nearly the hottest recorded place on Earth. Yeah, I saw the tires melting. This dude was driving his Jeep, and his tires were just melting on the asphalt as he was driving. Like, he couldn't even drive the car because the tires were melting. That's insane. How we've been here before, dude. Climate change fly. isn't real, dude. You know, like, whatever, man. Like, whatever they say, dude. It's warmer, hotter. Yeah, yeah but sure. I'm just wondering, like, how far you could hit a drive there. How does <laughs> that affect the golf ball? Toasting. Um... Yeah, I don't know where I'm gonna get out though. Though I uh, maybe a little Elks. Maybe I'll look at a little Elks session. Elks would be nice. I'm gonna try to get a little Sag Harbor in because I haven't been there in a while. So I'm gonna try to get some Sag Harbor golf in. It's my little nine hole local muni. I love it, and it works on your game because the greens are this big. They're little tiny, tiny, tiny greens, and there's a whole lot of woods and high grass. So you got to be accurate. I wish we would have went there. That would have been a good course. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back out there. We'll get back sure. out and, and get out there. Uh. Well, I'm coming to you next month, Brendan. We're golfing. Come on. Come Get ready, on, Bubba. Man. We're Let's golfing. Go. Remember, I'm coming out I'm to be, the I'm... bourbon oh, yeah. and I'll have one That's day overlap, be... I think, where you're going to be there. Right, right. We so just we try to get a lot of words together. Um, yeah, because I'll be in Scotland and I think I'm coming back right when you're around town. Mm -hmm. Bring it around town. Might have to do a little golfing. We will. Uh, yo. Talk fantasy football. Fantasy football is coming up, man. We'll, 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 we'll end our chatter with the fantasy football chatter here for the guys. For the guys, for the Good Lies Golf Squad, we'll talk about fantasy here. Well, yeah, I was just thinking about it because, you know, that's what we were talking about, right? We uh, we had a little draft day you know, <clears throat> scramble. So led into the draft, um, went over to the commissioner's casa. You got a new place. Actually hilarious. So Amos, right, grew up next to AP, Adam, uh, <laughs> the Brownie. Brownies is how the you The infamous Brownie guy from the yeah, brownie guy. 2021 um, tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Apple Valley tournament. Um, so they grew up right next door to each other, and we spent a lot of time at those guys' house growing up because we all played uh, sports together. So like after baseball or something, we go back there play wiffle ball at Amos's house. Right. He had a he had a pool. Um, so years later, uh, now the commissioner Joey uh, actually bought Amos's old house. So, huh. so that's where we had our draft is like we went what back a trip there. full circle and uh the funny thing about it too is and you have to think about how they feel uh so adam's parents still live in that house <laughs> next door so now they have their son's friend from growing up living in that same house which is pretty that funny. must be a trip for them yeah like walking out on the barbecue seeing your son's friend you're like yeah, fuck yeah. i'm old yeah <laughs> they probably think damn i'm old man like this is weird oh, man that's mad funny but yeah so we uh played a bunch of cornhole uh man gary and uh newberry they they ran they probably won like 15 games they went unbeaten um until cody and i finally on like the sixth attempt took them down i propose i'm officially Scissor. proposing this live Scissor. on the pod you give me your best four Ohioans and our best four New Yorkers in Cornhole. We will dust the floor with you. Okay. We will dust you guys to oblivion. Okay. I already know my four. You know the game. Well, that's the thing. I don't because we're all so good. Oh, see, yeah, we're, yeah. Good luck. Oh, well, I, I know the four that would beat you because there's only four guys that know what Cornhole are, uh, is in New York. Dude, it was started here, bro. Whatever, dude. Kevin Bacon and shit dancing on tractors. You guys can keep your fucking weird traditions. It's okay. I think that was Indiana or South Dakota. Dude, he me. broke the mold, man. Whatever, dude. He broke the mold. Don't even try it. I'll Patrick Swayze, your, I'll Patrick Swayze your fucking throat right out of your chest, dude. Let me tell you something. You've never even watched the whole full-length Roadhouse movie with all the bonus tracks and everything, man. You never watched that. Probably all the, not. All the bloopers. Guess no, I've what? only seen there it there on TV. Any. Fourteen thousand commercials. Patrick Swayze that's doesn't than the movie. blooper. Okay, there were none. There are no bonus tracks. I'm just talking about the regular movie. The whole movie's a bonus track. <laughs> that was actually his real life. That was his actual life. Yeah, that was a, that was a documentary about Patrick Swayze's life. Yeah, that was a e true Hollywood story. It was the greatest and worst acting performance of all time. And I don't know how you can wasn't like acting. Yeah, it was like a Chuck Norris. You know, like it's so they just good dropped him. Acting. They blindfolded Swayze, dropped him in that town, and just that was what happened. Wait, wait. Can we before we leave this podcast, we need to mention that Steven Seagal has a dancehall reggae song. And the intro words are "Me want the punani." Did you see this? I am not kidding you, guys. And it's a banger. It's a banger. If you want to <laughs> laugh today really hard, please download Steven Seagal's dancehall reggae track off one of his albums. I don't know which one it is. Just Google Steven Seagal very offensive dancehall track. It probably will come right up. And he starts the song with Miwanda Punani, and he starts like going into this like patois mixed pigeon reggae shit. And I don't know what was on his mind that day or what he thought was going to be okay with that track, but Lord, it is hysterical. Please go listen to it. It makes my day. Dude, that shit, I did see that, and it's fucking oh, hilarious. God. Between the Bullshito and that stuff, man, I don't know how that guy lives. 
Dude's a cop. Or what? He's probably retired now. A helicopter <laughs> pilot, 45 years. Tom Segura's skit? Hysterical. <laughs> oh, I've been an expert on everything for 45 years. <laughs> oh, Classic. Man, that's mad funny. Oh, but, that's funny. But yeah, man, if you want to laugh, get after that today. That's a good vibe. But yeah, B, what else? What else we got before we end it out? Is that it? What do we got? Another episode next week. We'll follow up with who won the tournament. We'll follow up with some tourney for next week. And then we still got the big tourneys coming up. There's some big ones in October that are fun. Like we said, the Zozo's sick. Great. uh, Xander, I think, is going to win that. I'm already calling it early. He's committed. Why is that? that? Because he's committed and he's nasty at that course. I think that's his shit. I think he's that's his game is that course. So I really think sold Xander's on it. Call it early right you now. Get me, your man. bets in now, dude. A month early. Get your bet in now. Xander Shoffley. You heard it here first. Dude, no, I'm really looking forward to it. And just, this is a ways away, but now you got me thinking about future. The TGL, right? Like, the virtual golf yeah. tournament, dude. That's going to be a little forward to that. That's going to be, be a awesome. new thing going on. Yeah, all these new things they're popping out with. I'm excited about it. I think that's going to be revolutionary. And then what about like the live situation? Like we're going to see that mold too in the next year. And that's going to change up a little bit. We'll see everything moving on from that. There's going to be changes, updates. They're going to incorporate them together. It's going to be a big season next year. Speaking of which, talk about live Ryder Cup, right? So the question has been out there. Is Brooks Kepka going to be on on the Ryder Cup team? Uh, Do you see how that got asked to to Schefter or Scheffler? No, I didn't see it. What did he say? So, I mean, he basically broke it down. He didn't he didn't say this, but in my opinion, it seemed like he was like, yeah, you should be on it. Um, he was basically like, well, you know, uh, from a money standpoint, he was like $30,000 uh, shy of like automatically making the team from a accumulated money standpoint. And if he had played just one tournament uh, on tour, then he would have easily made that $30,000. Right. So like they boxed that, like, him that's out. That's what it. he said. He just basically went. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think those guys at this point are just kind of like, dude, like, yeah, like they're the best, he's the best golfer. Like whatever. I, I figured these guys don't even care anymore. Like yeah, now that they they've merged, I, I feel like the caring has gone out the window. Like, yeah, originally it was like, oh, stand your ground and we're the PGA. But now it's like, all bets are off. Everybody's merging. Who cares? Now all these guys are like, okay, we tried, and this is it. We can't be, yeah, we can't yeah. be the turd in the punch bowl forever. This is it. Yeah, yeah. The only, the only guys that still care are the ones <clears throat> that like had shit said to each other or about one another. That were back and forth. Hey, yeah, yeah. But if DeChambeau and Kepka can become friends, <laughs> anything can happen. Because I thought that was for sure a lifelong rivalry. So if if that, if that can happen, if those two can come together, you know, I think you can see some guys. I think you can see some guys come together. A little cool. Well, yeah, I mean, you can bond over a hundred million dollars and you know, some party <laughs> favors for sure. Absolutely. Hey, that's why our boy, easier. our boy Harold Barner, man, was honest from the jump. He said, "You know what? I'm doing it for the money because I need to have a better life for my family, for my kids, for everything, for the foundation he runs." Shout out to the Harold Barner Foundation. They're doing great things, hosting tournaments all over, accessible golf, and everything else. Um, trying to make golf more accessible for people. Shout out to them, man. And I appreciate Harold's honesty from square one. That's why I've never had a bad word to say about the dude. Shout dude, out. HV3 is sweet, man. Legend. Legend. One of the better long par three players we have. Yep. 
I'm excited. I'm excited to see him going throughout the next year too, man. He's on fire. Oh, yeah. So I know. I've, I've missed. I've missed. You know, being able to see as much of him. You know. Yeah. All right, B. That concludes another episode of Good Lies Golf for the week. We're Audi five thousand, my friend. Any other closing notes you'd like to say while the intro music is playing? The outro music. No. Okay then. All right, we're just gonna let the music play out. Shout out to Adamar Surf Shop for always providing the dope lids. Adamar is a pretty decent golfer himself. We're gonna get out there and mic him up. We're gonna do a little fun session going on soon, so stay tuned for that. That would be dope. Yeah. Shout out to Oasis. Thank you for the scramble. Uh, do it for Jack. Do it for Jack. All right, B. Later, brother. brother.